This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. President Biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day. Whoosh. I was hoping you might be able to give us a sense on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, as you make the case that the president has a lot of vigor. And- I don't have any um, anything yet for tomorrow, Wednesday, um, or, or Thursday. It's a shame. Very busy schedule. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Experience is so important. So Joe Biden has vision, he has knowledge, he has a strategic thinker. This is a very sharp president. Whoosh. It's heartbreaking. Every innocent life in Gaza is a tragedy. Who do you love? Howie Carr. Uh, I'm wondering when the Chiefs are invited to the White House, does the White House intend to also invite Taylor Swift? That's going to be up to the uh, to the Chiefs and. Uh... Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware! It's. Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. And again, it's another huge day in uh, news news everywhere. I am disappointed, I must say, that uh, the story that uh, Donald Trump was going to the hearing for Fannie Willis in in Atlanta on uh, Thursday has now been shot down. It looks sounds like he was planning to go. Very fake news. Sounds like he changed his mind, actually. Uh, his his lawyer announced that he's going to the Stormy Daniels trial instead. I mean, we all get the Stormy Daniels thing. I would like to see him at Fannie Willis's thing when they put the uh, the the uh, law partner of the boy toy on the stand and he says oh they were they were seeing each other long before they said they were and she's lying under oath and oh it's just it would be great but the the good news is that the, the judge said monday yesterday that uh, perhaps the trial the uh, it would go on for uh, for for two days the hearing would go on for two days so maybe he could make it on friday i i hope so i'm keep i'm keeping my fingers crossed 844-500-4242. Tony Bobolinsky was testifying today uh, before the uh, two House uh, watchdog committees. That's a pretty interesting uh, statement. That I think it was behind closed doors, but they, they uh, released his uh, statement to the committee, his opening statement. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting, too. But I, I, think, I think what I'm going to start with is the, the, these out. And, and we've got some more quotes from... Uh, from Brandon. He was supposed to be out of commission for the next couple of days after last night when he got lost with uh, King Abdullah of Jordan, who he called King Abdul of Jordan. They looked for the crown prince, looked all around for him. He wasn't there. Stop me if you've heard this one before. And then he identified his uh, his the king's wife, uh, Queen Reina, as Queen Rihanna. Okay. Maybe we quote you on that, Mr. President. And you heard what he said, that every innocent life in Gaza is a tragedy. He didn't say every innocent life lost is a tragedy. He said every innocent life is lost. We've got all, we've got all of this stuff. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. But I want to start off with uh, this, uh, this outrage in the uh, 
Senate. I don't think it's going to go anywhere in the House, but they passed a uh, another huge funding bill for Ukraine. And the the disgrace is not that the Democrats voted for it. You would expect that. The disgrace is the, that how many Republicans did. Uh, it, by various accounts, either 18 or 22 Republicans voted for it. And the most obnoxious comment, though, was made by uh, Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina. That's T-H-O-M, like Tom McCann's. I don't know if he's related to Tom McCann or not, but Tom with an H, Tillis of North Carolina. This is what he said, according to Punchbowl News. Our base cannot possibly know what's at stake at the level that any well-briefed U.S. senator should know about what's at stake if Putin wins. This is what he said yesterday. So you you and I don't know what any, quote, well-briefed U.S. senator would know. He then blasted fellow Republicans who are, quote, being driven just by perceptions of their base and need to grow a spine and get behind sending another $60 billion to Ukraine. Because otherwise, uh, the uh, the Ukrainian oligarchs will uh, will give up all the documents proving how many how many millions that the uh, that the Biden crime family got from Ukraine, which, according to the FBI uh, document from a credible source, which the FBI tried to cover up, is ten million dollars. And in that same document, that FD ten twenty three, which uh, Christopher Ray first denied existed, and but. Fortunately, Senator Grassley had a copy of it. Although Senator Grassley voted for this bill last night, the $60 million billion for Ukraine, which is really rather, that's the most disappointing of the 18, in my opinion. Uh, Mitch McConnell dismissed skepticism of additional Ukraine funding as, quote, idle work for idle minds, unquote, that, quote, has no place in the United States Senate, unquote. Mitt Romney, Mittens Romney, this is what he said last night on the Senate floor. The shock jocks, the shock jocks, and online instigators have riled up many in the far reaches of my party. Romney then went on to conflate Ukraine with all of Europe, asserting if we fail to help Ukraine, Putin will invade a NATO nation. Well, what may, uh, where, where is the evidence to back that up? Where are the intelligence reports to back that up? Hello, this is Mitt Romney. Oh, God. 844-500-4242. 617, does the Senate produce spending bills? Am I wrong? Isn't that the House's job? That's a good point. I believe it is. I thought all, all expenditure legislation originated in the House of Representatives. I thought that's what it said in the U.S. Constitution, but, you know, the Constitution is a living document, and it's breathing. Apparently it's breathing through an iron lung right now, the way things are going. 844-500-4242, 844 Tillis from North Carolina is a former speaker of the uh, North Carolina House, the legislature. And that's, there's a reason why usually legislators don't get elected to statewide office, especially if they're in leadership. And it's because they have this kind of uh, imperious attitude, which this, this is just the latest example of it. You know, who the hell is he 
to tell his members in the in the legislature in Raleigh, let alone everybody in the United States, that uh, that we don't know as much as any quote well briefed senator, U.S. senator. All I know is there's there's billions uh, billions of dollars for all these foreign countries, including Gaza, by the way. So we're we're and Israel. So we're funding both sides of the Gaza war. And there's no money for the southern border. What does that tell you about their priorities? I mean, do you need to be a well-briefed U.S. senator to know that there's a big problem down on the border and that it's a lot bigger problem than anything that uh, the United States faces in Ukraine? I mean, RFK Jr. was on the border yesterday for the second time, two more times than Brandon. And he said this, uh, this is an existential crisis for the United States of America, this, uh, this ongoing foreign invasion. There was a story on, on, in state-run media, NBC News, that uh, the, uh, the Mexican cartels have now gone into Montana and they're trying to establish a base in Montana, the big sky state. You know where they're, you know where they're, uh, they're, they're setting up shop? On the Indian reservations. You know why? because they think they can get the Indians addicted to fentanyl, and they'll use that as the base. Could Elizabeth Warren be reached for comment about this? I mean, these are her people, right? And she's all in on She's worried about uh, Doritos, the price of uh, Doritos, uh, you know, uh, and shrinkflation. She, what, about, what about her fellow Native Americans up there in, uh, in Montana? They're, they're, uh, they're being uh, targeted for extermination by the uh, Mexican drug cartels, that her party is uh, is is all in favor of letting into the uh, into the United States of America. Two oh seven. Haven't heard shock jock since back when Howard Stern was funny. <laughs> yes, I know. I would like to know the list of senators who were invested in the war machine. Well, all the Democrats are invested in the war machine. I'll I'll, re- I'll quickly read you the list here. This is from uh, from the Hill, so I assume it's pretty good. Um, uh, Boozman from Arkansas, Capito, Shelley Moore Capito, West Virginia, Cassidy and Kennedy from Louisiana, Collins from Maine, of course, Cornyn from Texas, Kramer, North Dakota, Crapo, Idaho, Ernst and Grasley from uh, from Iowa, Hoven from North Dakota, McConnell, but not Paul from uh, Kentucky, Moran from Kansas, Murkowski and Sullivan from uh, Alaska, Rish from Idaho, Rounds from South, Round and Thune both from South Dakota. So the four senators from the Dakotas are uh, both, uh, they're all on board. And uh, Roger Wicker from Mississippi and Todd Young from Indiana. So it's it's a pretty predictable group of rhinos basically. And again, the only one that really super disappoints me is Grassley. Even Kennedy, he he talks a good game, but he's he's on board ultimately with uh, with the leadership. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two five zero eight. Patrick Henry said the Constitution is not an instrument for the government to restrain the people; it is an instrument for the people to restrain the government. I'd, I'd never heard that before, but I agree with that totally. the The founding fathers are a lot uh, a lot brighter and a lot more perceptive, or were than our current uh, current crop of uh, of cac- what is it cac- cac- uh, I, I won't I won't get it right 
a, a, a government by the worst. I forget, Kakushrofersi or something like that. Anyway, I shouldn't have tried to just say it. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Wait, no, that's not true. The way to a man's heart is through his pillow. Get your loved one something special from MyPillow for Valentine's Day. There's a sweetest candy deal for you right now with MyPillow's incredible Giza bed dream sheets for as low as $29.98. A pair of pillowcases, only $9.98. And a MyPillow mattress topper for as little as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more all with the biggest discounts ever. Don't let love hurt. Get your loved one the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets today by going to MyPillow.com or by calling 800-658-4965. That's 800-658-4965, code Howie. Don't just take my word for it. If you don't love it, you can always return it with MyPillow's 60-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget to use the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. The Howie Carr Show is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is what's the better defense for Biden in the wake of the special counsel's report? I'm not senile, so I'm guilty, just like Trump, or I'm not guilty because I'm senile and thus not sound of mind. I'm going to say it's better to be senile. That way you'll save a lot of money on legal bills, even though you're, you're not going to go to the can, obviously. The senility plea is ranking 64%, while the uh, uh, not senility plea is ranking at 36%. It's one or the other, though. It really is, isn't it? I mean, that's what it boils down to. Uh, I think it was Marco Rubio said it. The cut 13. So if he, in fact, is not suffering from dementia, then her should have charged him. Either way, he either has dementia or he should have been charged with a crime. Those are the only two outcomes, and her decided not to charge him because of the dementia and memory issues. And uh, you don't need to die. That's not a medical uh, assessment. That is an assessment of what would happen in front of a jury. That's I, I think that's a that's a good summation. Although again, I would prefer to let the jury make the decision about whether or not he's senile or not. The jury uh, the jury was given the case of uh, Vincent the Chin Giganti, the uh, the mafia gangster head of the I believe Lucchese crime family back in the 1990s. And you know what they said? You can walk around Greenwich Village in your slippers and your bathrobe, but and not shave. But you know what, Chin? Goodbye. You're still going to the uh, custody of the Bureau of Prisons. 844-500-4242, the 802, the obvious choice is not guilty. I'm a Democrat. Well, I mean, that's they, that all it always comes down to that. So you got to you got to give you got to give in a poll that poll a choice. 
You know, you can't, you, if you have the obvious question, all of the above, none of the above, I'm a Democrat, then it's gonna, it's all gonna be 98%. I'd rather have to see what, see what people think about it, two competing choices. Dennis, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dennis. Howie, I read somewhere that to deal with the rising operating costs and so as not to cause the Defense Department sticker shock, Raytheon will be shrinking their 50-ton missiles to 37 and a half <laughs> megatons. First Snickers bars, now the Raytheon missiles, Dennis. It's a yeah, terrible thing. That there are no disruptions to the parts that we have to obtain from China. Right. It's just that, you know, Bobolinsky's... Uh, statement his statement is really uh, is really devastating this is uh, what he uh, his opening statement uh, before the uh, House uh, Oversight and Judiciary committees and he said I want to be crystal clear from my personal direct direct personal experience of what I have subsequently come to learn it is clear to me that Joe Biden was the brand being sold by the Biden family. His family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the U.S. government. And he's specifically talking about the China Energy Company Limited, or CEFC, a Communist Party-linked Chinese energy conglomerate successfully sought to infiltrate and compromise Joe Biden in the Obama-Biden White House. Joe Biden was aware of the CEFC transaction, enabled it, and had a constitutional responsibility and obligation to the American people to shut it down before it began. This is because CEFC had been identified as a known surrogate of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Yet Joe, yet... uh, Hunter Hunter Biden stated deliberately that his father, Joe, was sitting next to him while demanding immediate payment of the $10 million CEFC, again, Chinese Communist Party, the Red Chinese, had committed to the Biden family, as well as when Hunter demanded CEFC circumvent Sinohawk Holdings. That's the company that that Bobolinsky was involved in. Uh, Justin, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Justin. Yes, this is Justin. Yeah, go ahead. About Ukraine giving, or U.S. giving money to Ukraine, why they just pay for their ammunition and whatever they want instead of uh, giving it to Ukraine where they spend it on stuff they're not supposed to. Well, I, I know it's it, it's it's just a, a laundering operation. The Bidens the Bidens got money from the Ukraine, according to the FBI. Other uh, other people got money. Other American politicians and their families got money from Ukraine. It's the most corrupt country in Europe. There there's uh, there's no there's no disputing that. And and again, that money, some of the money we are going to give and have given Ukraine, this will put it up around $170 billion, went to their to fund their pensions. So you got Nikki Haley running around saying we have to increase the uh, eligibility age for Social Security. In other words, uh, reneging on our promises to senior citizens, contractual obligations made by earlier governments, and uh, we're giving full pensions to the Ukrainians. Is that is that a good deal for the U.S. taxpayers? 18 Republicans voted for it last night. I'm Howie Carr.
live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Doesn't the Senate bill have to go to the House for approval, says 339? Yes, it does. And uh, Speaker Johnson has already announced that it's dead on arrival, DOA. So it's still disappointing that 18 Republicans would vote for such nonsense. And someone says, I'm surprised by Kennedy. I'm surprised you're not. I've just, you know, I I like his appearances on TV, and so I kind of watch him when the roll calls come out and and he's, he's good, you know, when he's questioning these uh, these DEI uh, nominees who can barely read, and Biden wants to put him on the uh, on the federal bench. He's good at that kind of stuff, and he's good at one-liners. But you know, when push comes to shove, he's he's on uh, he's on team deep state for for votes like this. And this is a this is a, a really telling vote, I think, on team deep state. Now, there is one reporter on CBS News that I can identify who's and, and who I know has done decent work out of all of them. It's, it's, it's a clown show, obviously. Would you care to guess who was laid off today by CBS? I know. Tell them, Grace. Catherine Herridge, yeah. formerly of Fox. And you're right. She is. She is good. She's had some good reports. She's the only one, as far as I can see, the only one. And they got they got rid of her. Also among the Washington casualties was CBS News correspondent Jeff Peguess, who I never heard of, P-E-G-U-E-S, who has weathered HR probes over his workplace behavior, including an alleged incident in which, in which he dressed down a female colleague in a 20 minute rant. <laughs> 20 minutes. Jeez. 20 minutes. He dressed her down. I. I guess that says some of those CBS people have been known to to undress women. You know, I think it's better to dress them down than to undress them, isn't who is, it? Who is the CBS guy? Is it Charlie Rose? Is he CBS? Yes. He was a, the bathrobe man. Yeah, then there's the guy from uh, 60 Minutes. There's a couple of them from 60 Minutes. And uh, that's just, uh, there's all kinds. But apparently she uh, she crossed a, uh, Catherine Herridge crossed a red Chinese Herridge's departure comes as the journalist that faces heat for not complying with U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper's order to reveal how she learned about a federal probe into a a Chinese-American scientist who operated a graduate program in Virginia. She's being investigated for years on suspicion she may have lied on immigration forms related to the Chinese astronaut program, according to Herridge's report. Do you think uh, Yan Ping Chen knows Fang Fang, Grace? That's a good question. And don't forget, Howie, that Catherine Herridge also just a couple weeks ago, she was on CBS and she was talking about how she's fearful that due to our weak national security right now that there's going to be some sort of black swan event, which I mean, I don't think you have to have a crystal ball to know that things aren't very secure here. But that was the last time I that she made news as far as I could tell. Well, now she's following in the footsteps of Cheryl Atkinson, right? She was another CBS reporter who was uh, who was clipped for uh, flying uh, too close to the deep state. It happens. It's amazing. There's 2,000 people at CBS quote-unquote news. They fired 20 of them, and one of them is the only real reporter out of the 2,000. It's funny how that works, isn't it, Grace? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That that actually might be part of the reason. (laughs) Yes, I I believe it is. Yes. (laughs) Um, Howie, here's some news for you today. The CDC, they haven't done it yet, but they're planning to drop the five-day COVID isolation guidelines, according to the Washington Post. Well, 
stand by for a harvesting of tens of millions of mail-in ballots from parts unknown. It says the health agency plans to recommend people who test positive for COVID-19 to take a call on when to end isolation based on their symptoms. What a terrible sentence. Um, So basically, you can just you can just wing it. You can kind of play doctor for yourself and decide whether or not you're going to be contagious, I guess, is the new rule. But this shouldn't come as a shock to anyone. The CDC, for the billionth time, is changing the rules when it comes to isolation and COVID. I just hope they put up the plexiglass on the uh, bars again and the one-way aisles in the supermarket. What happened to all that plexiglass? Like, is that in a dumpster somewhere? I I, I don't think plexiglass recycles very well. Guys. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Even if you even if you put it into a uh, plexiglass shredder, it probably has a uh, half life of like about fifty thousand years. Yes, and how you just mentioned Fang Fang, I actually have a Swalwell story for you if you'd like it. Uh, is that is that when he was leaving the Super Bowl in Vegas? No, that was very amusing though. When he was leaving the Super Bowl, he was very bummed out that the 49ers didn't win. He's obviously representative from California, and he was sulking through the airport. And a man on an escalator. Now the audience can decide whether or not this happened, but a man on the escalator said, "Hey." Make sure that trader doesn't win. And then it put everything into perspective for him. He realized, i got to stop soaking yeah, I saw, I saw that retweeted out, and the guy, the guy put above it, I'll take, I'll take events that never happened for $500, Alex. <laughs> it's so true. And that, that, I think that summed it up perfectly. He really he has a lot of uh, – he has a big ego. He's very self-important. And um, remember that time how he tweeted that he wasn't going to go to the Starbucks in Trump Tower, so even though it was flurrying out, there was snow, he walked across the street right. to get his coffee. And he thought that was going to be received like by you know praise on social media. And people were like, Shut He thought up. a guy in the Las Vegas airport was going to – Pat McCarran Airport, whatever they call it, was going to congratulate. Congratulate him on his courage. Who do you think you, people would recognize Howie more? Eric Swalwell in an airport or Jesse Smollett coming back from Subway? <laughs> Talk about like witness protection program. So no, this is a totally different story. This is from Fox News. It says Representative Eric Swalwell's campaign has regularly dropped large amounts of money on luxury items. We've talked about this before, but now the California Democrat has continued the trend. So he's been in trouble for this before, or at least people have taken note of it. Um, he's continued the trend, including um, traveling. It says, according to his year-end filing, Swalwell's committee reported three payments for nearly $1,700 in Dubai at a five-star hotel, considered the city's most iconic hotel. Um, the Dubai expense, however, was not the only time his campaign spent internationally in 2023. They also spent money on hotels and restaurants in London and Germany. He spent nearly $90,000 on travel expenses during the last three months of 2023 alone. $90,000. Like Ricky Nelson, he's a traveling man. He I really He's got a girl in every port like Ricky did. $47,000 in airfare, $45,000. He an Eskimo girlfriend, you know, in that old song. $45,000 on private security and just under $7,000 on um, an executive sedan, which offers its clients limousines and other luxury cars. 
413 says CBS fired Catherine Herridge for practicing journalism. I think that's about, yeah, I think you summed it up very nicely there. <laughs> yes. Speaking that's of. The, that's the one unpardonable sin at, at, at the CBS. You can make up stories and then just say fake but accurate. That's okay. You can you can say that Jamaicans are quote unquote African Americans. You can't call them Jamaicans. You have to call them African Americans because you can't call them black. You can get away with all that stuff, but God forbid, <laughs> you should actually like break stories. Well, they have do, standards, do Hallie. <laughs> There's a line you can't cross. Um, so we were just talking about spending and financial issues, and now we bring ourselves to the story about Fannie Willis, which I know you already mentioned, Howie. Mm-hmm. And but you just talked about it briefly because you're hoping that Trump goes to this hearing on Thursday. I wanted to give people a little bit more information. This is from the New York Post. It says the DA and Nathan Wade had both been seeking to get out of testifying at a court hearing Thursday where Trump co-defendant Mike Roman will seek to have the criminal case dropped against him. But Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee said in a court Monday that Roman's lawyer had established a good faith basis for the duo's testimony. He also made clear the hearing would focus on Roman's charges of whether Willis had benefited financially by hiring Wade and when they first became involved romantically so the timeline here is very important i think howie based off the evidence that we've we've received so far if it's true i don't think there's really a question she benefited financially i mean you know what she's trying to say they're trying to claim that like he paid for one cruise and then she got him back with the other like they they switched off on the cruise payments but (laughs) there's another question here too that she filed this uh statement this uh legally binding statement under oath saying that they didn't start sleeping together until 2022 and they've got his former law partner not only do they have a sconed woman the uh the the uh the the wife of the or her boy toy they also have the sconed law partner who was dropped and he says it's all bs and he'll test it he they, they've they've announced that he will testify under oath that he knows they were uh, sleeping together i guess he was probably bragging about it how he was betting the da yeah so how as if you're bragging about being with fanny willis yikes kind of scary but howie so that guy's name terrence bradley you're yes. right that he's willing to uh you know fess up about all that or not fess up i should say but just you're right that he's willing to testify and it also says and if wade or willis deny either of these facts um that they have relevant information Bye-bye. or that they started a relationship earlier than they say merchant says she has a slew of witnesses waiting in the wings including employees in the da's office and willis's personal security detail to prove otherwise and i want to read you this this sentence it says they claim they don't live together they don't share finances and alternated paying for the vacations they went on together i'm sure no one can disprove any they of those alternated things. paying for the vacations they, Mm. Co-mingling of funds among, and, and not to mention precious bodily fluids. Anyone? Good lord! I mean, that's the that's the defense. I know it's bad. Well, we you... went Dutch on that cruise. That's why, and we shared we shared the bed. But Howie, she's she came right out swinging, lying about all these things that are easily proven. I know. I, I don't. Mean... I don't understand that. I understand she's a member of multiple protected classes. You know. And so she thinks she can get away with it. But once once you hear the hear the uh, hoofbeats of the posse behind you, don't you don't you immediately begin steps to evade them? We yeah. do have a cut from Nathan Wade when it was his turn to pay for a vacation. Take a load up, Take a load for free. 
Yeah, it's it's strange that she continues to think she's going to get away with this. The other thing I'll note is that every time you read a story about this, you keep hearing about how there's all these witnesses and that they're eager to be involved. So that makes me think that neither of these people... Paging Rachel Rollins? Yeah, I don't think they have great reputations <laughs> with their her staff or with all of these people who are now chomping at the bit to throw them under the bus. How about the how about the whistleblower who's got the uh, recording of her telling the telling him that her her chief of staff says he's going to sw- spend a half a million dollars in a federal law enforcement grant on swag and trips. And she says, "Yeah, yeah, okay, okay." And and a few weeks later she fires this woman. Yeah. It's 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 I wonder if, I wonder if she's on, on the witness list. I'll I'll bet she is. Yeah, this does not look good for Fannie Willis. Every day, another shoe drops. Grace is that's news. why that's why Trump should be there. You know? Oh, absolutely! I'm all, so on board for that. I would take that over him going to New York. All, With Stormy, whole, who yeah. cares about Stormy? He's got a, Stormy. It's like he's already won that one. He's got to go and, right. and give Fannie Willis a nice big smirk. Uh, Grace's news is brought to you by Tux Trucks GMC in Hudson, Mass. They've got a great combo for moving snow, which a lot of people in Massachusetts could use right now. A GMC Sierra 2500 HD paired with a Fisher XV2 plow for commercial or residential snow removal. See Tux Trucks, your Fisher plow distributor. Shop online at tuxtrucksgmc.com. All right. Someone says 619, a scone is a baked good. I think you mean a scorned woman. Come on. Come on. Have you never heard of Howell Heflin from uh, from Alabama? He was uh, he, he was a lot, he, he had an accent a lot like uh, John Kennedy's. Are you a scorned woman? That's what I'm referring to, Mr. 619, a scorned woman. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Grace. Thanks, Harry. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first in this new year, 2024. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. Make your health a priority. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashua. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. Listen to the Howie Carr Show from anywhere. Hey, Jags, what sorcery is this? Go to howiecarshow.com and click listen to start streaming Howie live in crystal clear high definition. I'm whispering right in your ear. Buzz, 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 buzz. This hour of the Howie Car Show is brought to you in part by Western Razor. Invest in a 100% American-made razor for your man this Valentine's Day with code HOWIE10 for 10% off. To order, go to westernrazor.com slash Howie. He's Howie Car. And he's back. 844-500-4242. We always have Biden cuts. And, you know, we get a lot of, not a lot. We get a 
few today, but how about some KJP cuts? KJP, you know, she went to Columbia University. She's a, she's an Ivy Leaguer, like like Barack Obama's an Ivy Leaguer. Same same undergraduate school, Columbia University. So this is uh, this is KJP uh, cut ten. ABC News Ipsos poll shows that 86% of Americans think Biden is too old to serve another term. That is a higher percentage than what we found in a previous poll in September. So clearly polling shows this is a persistent issue. What is the White House strategy to try and change that perception? So look, we're going to continue to lead on leadership, right? We're going to continue, continue to focus to on what this president has been able to get done, uh, what the president has been able to get done uh, on behalf of the, of the American people. Uh, and look, I'll quote a little bit of uh, what the First Lady said, uh, I think incredibly well, just a couple days ago. Uh, President Biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day. His age with experience most and expertise is an incredible asset, and he proves it every day. For a day. long and time. <laughs> most people have only been dead for a couple hundred years, still do more than Biden does. By the way, what is his schedule? Uh, it, we, it, it appears that uh, he doesn't have much coming up, cut 11. I don't have any um, anything yet for tomorrow, Wednesday, um, or, or Thursday. Uh, obviously, when when things move or we have something to share, He's we'll certainly a lot put done. that uh, put it, put that out there on the daily guidance. Uh, and uh, obviously, there's some movement happening in Congress as well that we're keeping a close eye on. And so, once we have more to share, we'll have more to share on that. Once we have more to share, we'll have more to share. And in the meantime, we're going to lead on leadership. You know, one thing about being in the Ivy League, you know, you you assume that. Someone who's got a graduate, a, a degree, even a bachelor's degree from an Ivy League institution, would know how to make the subject and the verb of a sentence agree. Would you not? KJP is not that person. Cut 13. When can we talk to the president's doctor, and how come he hasn't been, they haven't been asked to come out here and talk with us, given the, the her report that challenges the president's mental fitness? So look, uh, you know, just to speak to uh, the her report really, really quickly. Uh, Special Counsel Her is, is, as far as I remember, is a is a uh, obviously a, re a Republican, a a a, uh, a prosecutor. He's not a, he's not a medical doctor. He's just not. It's not for him to speak to. It's just not. Okay, well, I, that's almost cut 12. Cut thir 13 if it's there. And I hear the question, and I know that uh, folks want to hear you all, and it's important because when you all hear from the president, obviously, uh, so does the American people. So we get the importance of that. When you hear from the president, so does the American people. Uh, obviously, outside of press conferences That doesn't well, agree. Uh, to, if to I was a sixth-grade teacher and uh, my student wrote that, I would, I would flag it. I might not write anything down, but I'd keep an eye on him or her. Cut eight. One last one here. Cut eight. Well, look, and I just want to be really clear. It's not just us. There was also a bipartisan voices and the legal illegal experts who have said it was illegal wrong, experts. flatly wrong, right? It was it was gratuitous. Illegal it was experts. How that was characterized. In Leading by leadership. When you hear from the president, so does the American people. Maybe we quote you on that, Ms. Columbia lioness that you are. I'm Howie Carr.